0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Roots and Shoots with Amber and Sabrina on ABC Radio Perth and WA and the ABC Listener.
2: Now, do you have bottom rot? (laughs) Has the polyphagous shot hole borer ruined your day and possibly your life? Is your verticillium wilting? Do you? (laughs) Do your eyebrows look wrong? You've come to the right place. Welcome to <laughs> Sabrina Hahn's House to Bute and Pest Control. <laughs> well, we've got a little bit of music here now. Oh, marvellous. Yes, House to bute. <laughs> How are you? How are your eyebrows?
3: <laughs> well, much the same as they were for the last 20 years. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. They're, well, they're sort of a little bit foofy at the front and then they fade to Fofy nothing at the then, front. Yeah
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a bit of foof. That's oh. like the mullet of the eyebrow <laughs> business at the front. <laughs> and we're off oh, to the races. The <laughs> this is a gardening segment, but if you want to talk about your eyebrows or yeah. even if you want to talk about your moustache, I can talk about my moustache. Oh, okay. My son put his arm around me once and he said, Mum, it's not Movember. <laughs> There you go. It's
3: a little unkind. It's it was a little a, unkind. I little went unkind. straight to the chemist
2: and got some wax strips.
3: No, up. I did. I I reckon that you know, as you get older, you have to depend on your children that see your face in the sunlight because you, <laughs> you can't see. And it's not just women; like blokes have hair coming out of their ears. Oh, oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. Imagine that.
2: We have really, really gone off track, haven't we? Yeah. Oh,
3: absolutely. They've got those but,
2: nostril rotorus things. Oh
3: ears. no. Oh, God. That's like torture. Anyway, Merry Christmas. (laughs) And I do want to say one thing. Say it. Uh, I'm going to say it right up, right at the front now. Yes. That um, as presenters, over the years... Most presenters cop abuse from gutless people that text in and say really terrible things and I want people to know it was not Amber Cunningham that rang the ABC and said, ditch the week, it is my decision, we are not doing it anymore. So please, if you do not have the guts to come up to us and abuse us in the face, don't send text messages that are dissing all the people that I work with on the ABC because I've had enough of it. I've done it for 27 years and I've seen what comes across the desk. So if you want to take someone on with your abuse, send it to me because I'm going to text you back and abuse you back.
2: I feel like my big sister just walked into the playground And said something that i can 't repeat that starts with don 't mm, and then mm, ends in with me mm, mm. on my behalf, and i 'd just like to express my gratitude, although i 'm a big girl and I can you have are it. a big
3: girl and uh, steady on but pe- people actually do not realize yeah, how much abuse at the end of it yeah yeah comes across in text messages in particular from people yeah so it 's not on, and in saying that. Big love to Ro, who will be in bed having a cup of tea and toast made by her loving partner, Lee. Probably won't happen. Uh, So big love to Ro and Amber and Mickey, who did this show for three years, not Amber, Ebony, Ebony and Mickey, Um, and we have to let them know, Amber, that they have left the chairs in the building in – Excellent hands. Oh they sure have. Mm. Yeah, yep. I'm so excited to
2: to be doing this job. I yep. can't wait for Friday night. I hop into bed so early. I'm so excited <laughs> to be doing it. Should should we get onto the task at hand Okay, a let's rock about and roll. NPK
3: fertilizer. As well. How about we take a call? Oh, let's, let's do. do. Let me just press the phone button. Yeah, do Hang that on, button stand by. Come and in. press the other button Hello, and Graham, off we
2: go. Hello? Are you there? Graham, come in, Graham.
4: Oh, yeah, Thank you. And well said, Sabrina. Uh, this is a phone call, not a text message. So Beautiful. Yeah.
3: We love it. We love it when our people That's ring not. in.
4: That's okay. Yeah, and happy Christmas to you. But um, look, I've had a very good uh, crop of apricots this year with no fruit fly. Oh, wow. But I thought now, what do I do now to prepare it for the next year as far as fertilising go and pruning? Okay. What's your
3: Okay, so Graham, I want you to prune your apricot tree at the end of March. End and of March. now, you only need to prune your apricot trees every second year. You don't need to right. do it every year. And you need to put up your fruit fly baits yes. all year round, Graham, because they are there oh, the right. whole year round. People think they only come when your fruit is ready to ripen. But if you leave um, a bowl of fruit out on your b- back table, you will see that the fruit fly there all year round.
4: Okay. So okay. hang your
3: baits. And then spray, give your apricot tree a copper spray midwinter when it's dormant. And right. then And then you can give it a, um, a lime sulfur spray a bit later on after it's shot leaves. And you should be right. laughing.
4: Great. That sounds fantastic. Hey, Graham, I will do it for what, what it's it. worth. Thank
3: you. I feel a yeah. little
2: bit left out on this segment, so I'd just like to advise that you read it some poetry too.
3: Oh yeah, that yeah. probably helps. Oh. Bit of poetry, maybe. Really. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> hey, thank you so much what? for calling. Okay, thank you. Thanks, thanks, thanks Graham. Day.
2: Bye. Tim is in Narrowup, and he has a morton Bay fig. Oh. What's going on with your fig?
5: Oh, good morning, and good on you, Sabrina. More direct speaking is needed in this world. I, I
3: totally agree with you, Tim, and you couldn't get better than me for that.
5: <laughs> I, good on you. That's what we don't I could tell you a few stories about nostril hair as well. <laughs>
3: oh, so do you have one of those Roto-Rooter things that they use? I reckon that must be <laughs>
5: agony. What, for my nasal hairs? Yeah.
3: I don't know what they do about that.
5: No, I haven't. I just use a nice, delicate pair of scissors. Oh, oh, that
3: sounds dangerous. My
5: old dad... My old dad used to fly to the Middle East in the seventies, sixties, and seventies. Yeah. And he used to have a lovely story about a barber there that used to tackle all forms of ma- all forms of hair on male heads. Ah, oh, really? And, and it was quite a good tale. But I haven't got time to tell it. No. Yet now.
3: All right. Well, well that sounds like a lovely story for later on.
5: It was a good tale. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Morton Bay fig tree, we've had here for about 10 years. It's been very healthy. No, it's had no extra water or anything. It's on a bit of a downhill slope from our um, shed. Mm. Um, but the last six, three or four months, it's one side has gone very sad and the leaves mm. have gone grey yep. and dropping off. The other side is healthy, thick and healthy. But yeah. the, and a few branches are just bearing up now, coming,
3: okay. coming back. So, Tim, that can be one of two things. One is the polyphagous shot hole borer that's attacked one side of the tree. So you need to go – you need to have – what I want you to do is have a really close look at the Moreton Bay fig. See if you can see any round holes and frass like the sawdust coming out or any gum coming out.
5: Okay, okay. Then the
3: other thing it can be is a fungal rot – in the root system but only one part of the root system that of course is much harder to diagnose but have a look at the trunk of the tree and then the branches that are not doing well so it may not be polyphagus shot hole borer it could be some other type of borer and that's what's killing the limb but it's either in the root system or a borer in the branches and the trunk
5: so can they be cut out, or, or does it need yes. more now, systemic
3: stuff? Uh, th- there's nothing if it's if it's a rot, you need to cut out all the the limbs that are dying, and you need to get an anti-rot injected into the tree.
5: Okay. okay. So it's sta- we'll the same
3: stuff they use for uh, uh, phytophthora dieback. You can get tree injectors; they're like a big syringe. Um, yep, yep. And an anti-rot uh, serum that you inject the tree with.
5: Okay, we'll look into that. All right. Good okay, thanks happy, a lot, Tim. Ha- happy Christmas to you all for a lovely, merry, happy um, service you give. Good oh, on you all. thank you very thank much, you, Tim. Thanks
2: for calling in. Beth is, Beth is in Dongara. Hi, Beth. We said hi earlier, didn't we? Hi. hi. Yes, we did. Hello,
0: ladies. Hello, Beth. And I just tell you how awesomely excited I was, and I screamed out here all on my own that you were still on the radio.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, you're so lovely.
0: Where were you having... expecting us
3: on holidays?
0: Well, I thought you might. I thought last week was the last week. So anyway, I'm very excited, but I want to tell you that today is our Christmas Day because my daughter has to work on Christmas Day Aww. and the weekend, but yeah. she's, only... she's left yet. The boys have gone fishing and I've been left to clean the house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Make all the sun. Make sure beautiful. So I. Ah, oh,
2: Beth. Do you know what, though, Beth? You get to live in Dongara, which is one yeah. of the most beautiful parts of the world.
0: God's own country. Yeah. But yeah. The reason I'm ringing is to tell you, and I've been meaning to do this for ages and I'm just always too busy, but ages ago. A guy called John rang up, right, and he had a Morton Bay fig that he grew mistakenly by seed. Yeah. And I got straight on and went, I'll have it. Please give it to me. <laughs> of course, Congra being the place of Morton Bay fig. Yes, indeed. So off I go with my horse float. We had to cut a third off to fit it in, and I've put it in the ground near my chook yard, and it is just going beautifully. Oh. So that's See, so this good. this is trash
2: that faith in humanity has been restored by yeah. the audience. That's a beautiful story, Beth. Thanks for sharing it with us.
0: And, and yes. her mother-in-law gave him a, she called it a kaffir tree, which I didn't know, but she said, oh, if she lives in the country, give her this too because I've got no room for it.
3: Is yeah, it a so kaffir I mean, plum or a kaffir lime?
0: I don't know. It's <laughs> Is, I've it, got one of them. is
3: it a bloody great big tree?
0: Well, she said it was going to grow really big.
3: Okay, so that's a kaffa, kaffa plum tree. They are beautiful. If you want an enormous evergreen shade tree that has little red plums and the uh, the black cockatoos absolutely love it, get yourself a kaffa plum tree. Harpalum. Well, I-
0: have been planted way too close to my chook yard, but it's oh. not going to be my. I won't be here by the time they're that. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: that yep.
0: oh. My goodness, that's a bit. It was a bit close. A
3: little bit mind. close. Hey, oh. Beth,
2: thank you so much oh. for calling that's in. We're going to go to some
3: texts. Beautiful. Now. Oh. Uh, Gail from Yes Dur- Derby, Derby Derby Derby. Yep, Derby. Yeah. Um, she says she, she, oh, she's got a poinsettia on the table. Yeah, now, yeah,
2: red and green.
3: Amber, lots of people are going to have poinsettias on there as their, you know, centerpiece yes. on the table. Um, and then they look at that pot and they go, mm, what do I do with it now? Uh-huh. So, so the poinsettia is actually a beautiful large shrub. It grows into a very large shrub. Who knew? Who Sabrina knew? Hans. So, uh, and it goes deciduous in winter. So you can put that in the garden. Um, pop it in the garden, Gale. It actually prefers full sun, even though you've got it as a centerpiece on your table, um, and you get that the red and the the green. Bracks, they actually leaves that, not flower. So Flowers are insignificant little thing. Just mm-hmm. sits there going, "Look at me," but no one does. <laughs> um, that's no a bit like would me. No one describe us like that. No, no. no. <laughs> so, um, so pop it in the garden. So it'll take the semi-shade, full sun. It's a beautiful shrub.
2: I I think I need to thank everyone who just texted in to in support of Sabrina's rant. <laughs> uh, against the keyboard warriors that text in every now and then. And while I do feel perfectly capable of sticking up for myself, it was very lovely having someone do it for me. And uh, you're all in furious agreement. Marvice. that um, you know, there are certain people who text in and I can look back on the history of their texts and they never have anything nice to say. And mm. that just says a lot more about them than it does.
3: Absolutely. If you are going to be miserable... Just keep it to yourself, because we're cheerful here. <laughs> Didn't your mum say if you don't have anything nice to, to say, don't come say and it sit at all? To me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I was just imagining if someone said that and no. sat next to my mother, they would have been shredded. There'd be nothing recognisable left. Ooh, what was her name? Jocelyn. Jocelyn. I mm. know about Jocelyn. She I don't think was we a Jocelyn.
2: Yet make ourselves sad. <laughs> uh, Annie says, good morning, girls. That's a win for that. Yes. Can I, can I grop? Can I grop oh, a Philadelphus in a
3: grope, pot? Grope, maybe? Grope, uh, I think. Grope
2: grow, Philadelphus. Grope, gosh. Yeah, oh, mm. Between the two of us, we've got two neurons. Mm. Uh, can I grow a Philadelphus in a pot? Looks mm. a bit sad in the ground. Brown yeah. tips, shaded, yeah. protected, too little or too much water. Thanks, Annie.
3: Okay, Annie. Uh, Philadelphus, in order for them to flower beautifully, they actually require a cold winter. So, they don't like alkaline soil. Got to move to Albany. They don't like salt. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only way you can grow it if you're on the coastal strip is to actually grow it in a pot. They like slightly acidic soil. They like wintertime temperatures from anything from, say, five degrees to minus eight. Put it in the fridge and move to Albany, <laughs> is what I'm hearing. But do grow it in a pot, but you will find that you won't get
2: flowering that's that good Okay, I've just seen this I I better read it, make make sure it's not dirty Oh, Um, oh hark Oh hark all ye horticultural provided no nuts and bolts are missing I... Take heed of all that font of all garden knowledge. All hail the magnificent Sabrina. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you. A poem. Our first Roots and Shoots poem. poem. Um, Hello, Sabrina and co. Where can I purchase a good NPK fertilizer?
3: Okay. So, number one, you don't want just an NPK fertilizer in West Australian soils because we have bugger all of anything in our soils, really. We have a very nutrient-poor soil type. So... Uh, So what you want is you want a slow controlled release fertilizer, a bit like when stuff comes out of our mouth, Amber, (laughs) Uh, slow release control fertilizer. You want it with nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, no more than 1%. Phosphorus, You can have higher potassium, higher nitrogen. But what you do want is the whole Christmas pudding. You want manganese, magnesium, sulfur, molybdenum, selenium, all those That's my iron. That's
2: vitamin routine for menopause. There you
3: go. Well, the That's what Plants I need. need it. <laughs> so there is a fertilizer that has been produced in Western Australia for Western Australian soils that has over 60 minerals in it. I'd go that one. Can't okay. give you a product name. Someone will know it somewhere. Spiro has called in.
2: Hi,
4: Spiro. Oh. What's going
3: on with your plants?
5: Merry Christmas, girl. Merry Christmas, Spiro. Oh, I've been listening to you for twenty-seven years. Oh. Uh, oh.
3: oh, you must be a young fella like me.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I <laughs> tell you what, I've got, I've got the, I've got the fire hose out for that. For those people. If they don't like if they don't like what they're listening to, they can turn their radio off.
3: Absolutely, I don't understand it. it's just a little press of your finger and it's done.
5: That, that's right they don't have to listen.
3: No, but totally I agree. Said However, having said that, said that, please stay here on ABC about
5: Radio. An African violet.
3: Yes, Spira, I love yeah. African violets.
5: Well, I've, I've got I've got one that just doesn't seem to want to do anything.
3: No. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've killed about 30 of them.
5: Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, this would be the first one for me, so I've got I've got 29 more than you. <laughs>
3: So, Spiro, the trick with African violets is when you buy them, the big problem is is what the growers grow them in. That, I always blame other people's work, not my own. Um, so they grow it basically in cocoa peat and that's not enough gumph for the African violet. So you actually do need like 50% potting mix and 50% cocoa peat you know the coconut oh, wow. fiber so i i take them separate, out what? and make in up my own mix
5: What's in that? a in a separate in a, in a separate pot like a big pot with about three or
6: four in them
3: yes yes what? now
6: is that how you do it
3: that's how you do it and oh, cuz cool. they like to have friends and you can't you've got to try and avoid getting water on the leaves so oh, right. rather than so go over them with the hose underneath yeah underneath the leaves got it. with a little well, with a little girly watering can, spiro that you would give your grandchildren
5: all oh, right, okay. one of them
3: go and buy one of yeah. those. it's Christmas time. people won't think you're weird.
5: that'll be my new year's resolution <laughs> is to grow those African violets
3: ah uh, and Spiro, I want you to ring us up, and I want you to tell me how successful you are,
2: yeah, progress report.
5: Yeah. I promise I will. Thank Good you. man. Thank you,
3: Spiro. <laughs> Peter has called
2: in. Peter is in Bunbury. What's going on with your pineapples?
5: Well, first
4: I just want to say happy Christmas to you both.
3: Merry Thank Christmas you, to you, Peter.
4: Too. Sabrina, something I... A creative accident. I was cutting up pineapple the other day. Yeah. And the offcuts of that I put on the my outside table, you know, on yeah. the patio. yeah. Anyway, Long story short, normally the flies will gather if I put vegetable matter or cuts or bits of chicken or whatever yeah. on the area, Yeah. or any type of vegetable or fruit, hmm. and also the fruit flies. But yes. the flies uh, uh, didn't go near the pineapple at all.
3: Wow!
4: Over a period of about two hours, I observed this: flies were buzzing around, yeah. other things, and uh, onto plants and fruit flies were everywhere but they didn't... Didn't
3: go to a- the pineapple.
4: Absolutely. So the conclusion they came to, if we got the skins of pineapple, uh, uh, grind them down, blended them, whatever, yeah. mix it with some surgical spirits, yes. we could probably use it as an anti-fly. Uh, uh, anti-fruit know, fly? Yeah, or, or anti-fruit fly, but also anti-fly for our bodies. We could put it on ourselves and be up there and the flies won't bother us.
3: Peter, you are an absolute gem. And do you know what I am going to do? Because I have a blender, Amber. I'm going to trial that and I'm also going to spray said solution on – I'm going to put a bowl of fruit out, spray it and see if that repels the fruit fly from a bowl of fruit left on the back veranda. Plus, apply it to myself. So um,
2: empirical data is what's required? Yeah. Are we expecting you to publish this paper? Well,
3: I have to – it has to be uh, a controlled – you know, it has to be controlled and it has to be repeated. So that will be my summer – that's going to be my little summer project, Peter.
4: Okay, anyway, the bottom line is it, it was a creative
3: accident. <laughs> Which, do you know what? Science often is, Peter. Science
4: often is. Science is only on a voyage of discovery of what already is.
3: That is so true, my friend.
2: Merry Christmas, Peter, and thanks for that. Congratulations on your genius. Shall we have a quickie with Rob? Mm. Come on in, Rob. He's
3: in Margaret River. Oh, it's a bit do far to come. <laughs> Hello, Rob. What can we do for you this marvellous morning?
6: I've got a question about avocados. We've moved out to a property and inherited a magnificent orchard, but there's only one very large avocado tree in there, and we get about one avocado Ooh, every
2: year.
6: okay. And so Rob, is the
2: phone up to your mouth? Your your levels are a little uh, bit low. Thank you. Is that better? That's yep. so much um, better. Thank you.
6: So I'm tossing up whether we should try and plant a second and or third avo to try and get the big one really cranking or if we should just suck it up, chop it off, and put two new ones in the ground. So
3: if you've got the room, I would leave that avo and just put another avo in. Um, Now, the thing is, Rob, it could be seed grown, so you don't know if it actually will fruit and if the fruit will be any good. But look, some of the best fruit I've had in avocados is from seed grown ones and people got no idea where they came from so put in a second tree see if the first tree uh, enjoys having a, a friend around uh, and just see how it goes in the next couple of years if you still get only one flower and one fruit or no fruit ditch it but give it yeah. a give it a fighting chance I say the, the Christmas spirit
6: rob. No worries. Thanks for that advice. And I just want to add, not that anyone needs reminding how much how brilliant your advice is, but we me and my girls rang a few years ago when we were looking for some advice on our ever failing passion fruit project. Oh yeah. You uh, recommended putting some um calf liver in yep. the in the ground and yep. I asked the butcher and he actually said he was a he Ordered a lot of cast liver for people, and I'd never heard of it. Anyway, we did it, and those things, buddy, crank. We're getting about <laughs> half a. Ton of buddy, passion. Oh, ah,
3: Rob, that is Brilliant. such wonderful news. That is gorgeous, Rob. Thank
2: you <laughs> Thanks, so much. Sabrina. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry
3: Christmas to you and your family. Time for this. It is that time again it is Sabrina's musical pick of the week pick, pick of the week <laughs> I know
1: you're do this. <laughs> here we go
6: now
3: <laughs> flavor enhanced i love it i love yeah, that I'm flavor like, enhanced intro i'm like msg <laughs> or adhd that's one, the one or the other um so so now i think that Yes, that's it. We changed it last minute. Sorry. Okay. Forgot yeah, yeah. to tell you that. Um, now, because Christmas Day Christmas, is yes. there were usually a lot of people get Christmas off, at least one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually about friends and family, isn't it? Yes, hopefully. It is, yes. Now, family doesn't have to be people that you're related to in any way, shape or form. Chosen family. Chosen family because a lot of people don't have family anywhere near them. There's a lot of people listening to this show because they're people of style and grace that perhaps have a very lonely Christmas mm-hmm. and people don't come and visit them. Mm-hmm. So I want them to be able to play the podcast of our program Back
2: That's when they're on their own,
3: Because we're chirpy and happy, and we love all our listeners, apart from the ones that send us abuse. But even them, like I'd take them in a corner and give them a little hug. Um, There's got to be a
2: drunk uncle somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, surely. Then there are drunk uncles on Roots and Shoots.
3: (laughs) So today's song pick. Now, you know it's imperative that you dance and everyone must dance on Christmas Day. If you are lonely, sad, feel that no one loves you, we do here at Roots and Shoots, and I've put a little song on for you that you will dance to, and it's actually all about loving yourself and other people. It's called Best Day of My Life, and it's by a little band called American Authors. We are grateful for you.
2: She's singing, you're dancing, Marianne's dancing. Woo. This is Saturday Breakfast with Amber Cunningham and Sabrina Hahn in the house, in the house, at the helm. Mm. Uh, and thank you so much for all your texts of, of encouragement. Uh, Sandra Davy says, keep doing what I'm doing. It's not my issues. Sandra, I've got a couple of issues, but you know, <laughs> I didn't think oh. I'd unleashed any of them today. Have the to persons you, who endeavour to lot. undermine somebody else are possibly not able to do what you do in a pink, pink fit or a blue fit. Yeah. Yep. Oh, what were your favourite Saturday morning medication? Oh. Laughter is good medicine, and as so is the ocean, and so is gardening. More importantly, Sab, we've got some photos in, some diagnostic photos. Hang on,
3: we just get a little bit of feedback. So, best song song. ever, Uh, Sam from Jero. We always like his feedback. Did you play a popular song? Do you need to visit a doctor for some emergency procedures? (laughs) Good upbeat song for Christmas. It'll be my little Rogers is baby. First Christmas, we have all the family from all over the state here in Jero wishing us, Amber, a Merry Christmas and a safe one. Uh, And a gardening question. When am I able to prune my established fig and mulberry tree? Your mulberry tree and fig, Sam, June, July. That's easy. Yep, best choice in ages from Sandy. Um, great pick. Love the show from Helen in Rockingham. No, I think it's a positive. Yeah, yep. yeah, very yep. good
2: reaction there. Yep,
3: Oh, and someone has no interest in gardening, but she loves listening to the show. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> uh, uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, isn't that great? Simon. I have no interest in gardening. I don't have a garden. I don't want a garden, but I love listening to us. Oh.
2: Well, that, <laughs> you. that's pretty good. I think, um, yeah, I'm going to stop talking, I think, is what
3: I'm going to do. And I'm going to let you talk about this. Ah, Yes, here. so we have some pictures because now we can get pictures, which helps me enormously rather than people ring in and say, I've got a tree that's got green leaves and it's not looking good. Yes. So Mads from Cottesloe has sent in a picture of, her Banksia menziesii, um, and it's going yellow. And the reason it's going yellow, Maz, is because Banksia menziesii usually grows in gravelly soil, and you've got coastal sand. So give it some trace elements, Maz. And then the second picture is a Hakea lorina, the pink cushion Hakea. Beautiful from Sarah in Calamunda, She's got a WA Bluebell Creeper and it's completely overtaking the hakea. What does she do? What you do do, Sarah, is you're going to go out there with a, be a big, big pair of pruners and you're going to prune the hell out of the, not the hakea, but out of your um, Bluebell Creeper because they like a good prune but don't do it until the end of March and then take two thirds off and then have a little chat to your ear and go Ooh. come on now you good thing. Hey, can I sneak in? Mm.
2: My poinciana um, mm. which is 11 years old mm. and was planted in the chook pen Yeah, uh, and we had Five chickens. There are Destiny's chickens and Destiny's grand chickens. Right. Uh, and I think there might have been a little too much chook poo. And the Poinciana is looking mm. not mm. well. Will mm. it recover or is, is that it?
3: uh the Destiny's chickens still in there? No. They, ah, it will recover. But what you need to do is you need to go in and get some powdered sulphur some granulated sulfur. Yes. You need to sprinkle that around, and I would put in 250 grams per square meter, to be uh, precise, to drop the pH because chicken manure is quite alkaline. So your poinciana, even though it'll deal with a little bit, uh, it won't deal with a lot. So. Yeah, and
2: it's not a happy poinciana. Yep. And
3: yep. we've got
2: a willow myrtle here.
3: Ah, so we have a, um, uh, so there's um, uh, an acacia. Uh, they've called it a willow myrtle. Oh, yeah, it's an agonis. Now, it's got little white round things and it's got ants crawling up and down the trunk. So, Stacey, who lives in York, you have cottony cushion scale, which sounds exciting. But it's not very good when you're a plant. So those little suckers are sucking. The ants go up and they tickle the back of the cottony cushion scale, and they are rewarded by sweet, sticky honeydew and the ants go.
2: Very good impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: like Skippy. (laughs) Maybe they they probably go.
2: You're like Dr. Doolittle. Never make that noise on my
3: show ever again. Ever. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many things I'll call make the that box. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you can't spray with white oil at this time of the year because it's hot. So, what you need to do is you go, you go out with a little nail brush and you're oh. going to brush them off with a nail brush and soapy water. And the, what you do is we, with the nail brush, you slide all their guts open and all the eggs get exposed, and then they sizzle up in the summer and die a horrible death. That took and an then,
2: unexpected serial killer turn.
3: <laughs> and then what happens after that is the ants go, hmm, no honeydew. I'll bugger off and go somewhere else. I don't think I've seen Sabrina this excited. <laughs> it's nearly Christmas. I love Christmas.
2: Now what what have we got? The wisteria or the fijoa? Ah,
3: uh, the fi- well, we don't a have, have a pit. Uh, Sorry about uh, that. Super healthy, drops its nuts when it gets a bit bigger than an olive. What nutrition does needs trace elements? Trash in Margaret River. You got to pack on. You got feijoas They grow beautifully in New Zealand, different soil type, but you need higher potassium and more trace elements for it. And then we've got the wisteria, which is growing in Esperance Sue. from Sue. So it's munted. It's all yellow. It's brown around the edges of the leaves. It's not looking happy. I would dig a moat around it. I've mm. always wanted a moat. Yeah, that's
2: what I'd do. Mm. Put some crocodiles in it.
3: Oh Yeah, but, but then you need a really wide moat. Yeah. She may not have room okay. for a crocodile ridden moat. Mm-hmm. Um, so dig a moat around it. In a wheelbarrow, I want you to get some biochar, some compost, a little bit of granulated sulphur uh, and a little bit of clay and mix it all up like a cake mix. I'm going to make a trifle for Christmas this year, speaking of making cakes. Um, and then I want people's trifle recipes. You've got... 17 minutes to send them in um, and then with wetting agent and then apply trace elements every fortnight, the foliar trace elements, and off you go. So I'm going to make my trifle from scratch. I'm going to yes. make the jelly myself the and the sponge yes. and the custard and make it all. Mm. So I've no, I'm gonna, but I've not made trifle before.
2: Are you going to go traditional or are you going to go, this is a Prosecco jelly? I saw something with a Prosecco jelly that I thought looked oh.
3: pretty cool. No, because the children will be there. It's probably best I don't lace it with too much alcohol. you <laughs> <laughs> up now, kiddies! Damn them. Oh, you feel like asleep. Children ruining Christmas <laughs> again. <laughs>
2: Oh, no, I love children. I can't out- – yeah, I, I need you more You do. You're a Please sucker for kids. hand me an infant. Mm. You'll never get it back. Uh, I think we should take some calls. All right. How yes, they've been waiting. That?
3: Oh, uh, Kath, Kath, we're so Kath. sorry. Kath in Rockingham. Hello, Kath. She may have left us now. Hello. Kath, are you there? She's probably gone. I've what did, what did right she, want? she want? I've pressed it. Is it too late to give no, bottle brush? No, i not going. I'm here. Oh, okay. I am. yes, I, I um, put you on mute. I'm um, so <laughs> well. I can I can understand why. Um, no, not at all. Now it, it is. It's either too late or too early, whichever way you want to look at it. It's too hot oh. to prune your bottle brush now. Can you wait until the end of February?
5: Yes, I can.
3: Okay, and then you can go to it, Kath. Oh, thank you! Merry Christmas! You, you too, Carol!
2: Merry Christmas, Julie and Albany. Onions.
7: Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. I now need two knee replacements instead of one. After that song, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased to hear that. Yes. <laughs> <Good>
3: girl.
7: <laughs> yes, but but I'm devastated. Why? Um, What's happened? My, my, well, my onions in my raised garden beds. Yeah. Um, They've got really thick leaves and they've gone to flower. And when I dig them up, there's nothing underneath.
3: Oh, oh no. Too late to and do I'm anything s-
7: now. And I can't even
3: grow onions. I'm very disappointed. <sighs> um, you know what, Julie? Onions, I reckon, are a bit tricky to grow. So don't beat yourself up too much. And have <laughs> another crack. Have another crack at it next year.
7: Yes, and what am I doing wrong, though?
3: So it could be that you've made the soil too rich and too damp. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, and they need really free-draining soil as well.
7: Okay, yes. Yeah. So, yes, it's very rich soil. I keep popping okay. it up with manure and things.
3: Too good. It's, you've made it too easy for them, Julie. Toughen them okay. up. Okay. <laughs> toughen them up.
7: <laughs> All right. So I rip them out and forget yep. about it. Yep. Rip them out. So
3: yep. the, where are the bees? soil?
2: Tell yeah. the soil it's
3: really let you down. Have it, have it, give it I a good will. talking to. Do you know what, though, Julie? Onion seed is really nice in salads.
7: Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Because the bees loving it very yeah, much.
3: Yeah, they do. All those humble flowers. Gorgeous. Are they pretty, yeah,
7: pretty flowers? Big
3: flowers. Yeah, they are pretty flowers. Oh, they're the, but they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Listen mm. to me, hey. <laughs> Get out of town,
1: sister. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, good luck for next year, Julie. Thank you, and I wish you all the very best for Christmas and New Year. Oh, Merry thank Julie. you thank you,
2: Pauline is in Parkerville.
7: Morning, Pauline. Hey. Oh, good morning. Uh, Merry Christmas to Amber and Sabrina. Ah, oh, thank it's you. Mostly me
2: though. Hey, Pauline. Yeah, <laughs> am I your new yeah. favourite? Um,
7: yeah, yes, you are. Thank <laughs> you,
2: Pauline. <laughs> You're my new favourite. <laughs>
7: uh sabrina um I, i'm into growing day yeah oh yes this year, this year has been magnificent i mean i've got a brand new plant called barbie's favorite oh like it was bra- and it just went bonkers oh and i don't know whether it's through my good gardening or they heard about the movie i'm not sure but anyway <laughs> it's beautiful but apart from that i've got all these seeds and i'd like to have a go at growing them but how do you get them started because I I tried once before and Had no luck except then I chucked them in the, you know, dead plant corner. And surprisingly enough, one grew and actually did flower this year. But I haven't had any luck whatsoever. I did refrigerate the seeds before I planted them. But when do I plant them and what's the best way to germinate?
3: Well, I didn't know that you had to refrigerate them. So I've learned something today. Um, Now, I have to tell you, Pauline, my track record on day lilies is appalling. Um, I just, they just die. I don't think I water them enough, or oh, I something.
7: overwater them. Actually, oh, so can just, you? Um,
3: so yeah, you definitely. you would know a lot more about day lilies than I do. Uh, oh, I can tell I've you how to kill them. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> but for in terms of germination, the, the the trick is, I cover all my seeds rather than with seed raising mix. I just use straight perlite, and then oh, I right. I mist. I missed. Not only, only am I a mystery, but I also missed rather than um, – because the seed's quite fine. So sometimes a heavy watering may pop out of the perlite. When you pop out of your perlite, you know, you've just lost half <laughs> you of, your, like your juj. of your You look Like this morning, <laughs> I, I certainly. <laughs> she it's great. That's what I'm saying. Trevor Chapel came and joined me last night, and his beautiful wife, Cath, oh. who does overnights, but now does afternoons. There you go. Yeah, it's very. That's we, we oh. were very very controlled. Um, oh. Now, uh, so the trick is cover the. To increase germination, cover the top with a bit of, you know, a little plastic covering. Mist spray. Keep it nice and humid and warm, and then you'll get better a better germination rate. And the depth that you put the seed in should be twice the length of the seed. So very small amount.
7: Actually, yeah.
3: Okay, right. That's that's well, all I can go. that's all I can give you, Pauline. Yeah,
2: she's all honest. Right, I mean, you've a, got to give her that.
7: I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, yeah I'll, I'll try, and if I have any luck, I'll let you know. Do Thank you,
2: know. Pauline. Merry Pauline. thanks for calling in. Val is in Maddington. A new type of lavender. Ooh. Ooh. Hello, Val. Val.
1: Hello, Breen and Amber. Merry Christmas to you both. Thank you, Val. Uh, yes, um, about well the middle of. Well, end of winter, I bought two pots of the Quip Pink Queen, which uh, seemed to be a new variety to me because they're brilliant pink, which I haven't seen before. Yeah. look very pretty on the card anyway. Yeah. I planted them and they were doing all right for a couple of weeks and then I noticed the leaves at the bottom were going a bit yellow and then I... Uh, Noticed uh, little holes and found worms, so I sprayed them with a pest spray. Yeah. And I also cut back a couple of the branches that weren't looking too good. And um, with it being cooler weather still, they they weren't bringing any more flowers at that time. I thought, you know, it's not warm enough for them. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, As soon as it gets too dry, I'd water them, because I believe you can overwater lavender. Yeah, you certainly can. Uh, The thing is, the new flowers are not forming properly, and um, the original few I had on one particular bush, uh, they seem to be the right size, about, I don't know, one and a half inches in the old term. Um, but now they're just, um, they seem, the buds seem stunted and only grow to about a third of that, but Ooh. they're just in little yellow balls and yeah. hardly any petals forming. Yeah. The other thing is uh, I planted them near two rose bushes that have been, I I had Rose bushes in the same spot before, I pulled them out early winter because they were decimated with the chili thrip wow, in the last three years. So, out what the problem is? But yeah. I, kept two, I, have. I kept two larger rose bushes um, behind these new lavender. Yes. And
7: yeah. And so they
1: came all lovely at first, but now yeah, they've got chili thrip in them. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I have heard that. Um, the lavender can get thrips as
2: well. yeah. I'm just going to stop you there. Sab's just going to let you know what
3: you need to do. Okay, so what's happened with your lavender, Val, is that they have actually got chilli thrips as well. So people Mm. don't realise that there's flower thrips and there's chilli thrips and they actually go to most of your plants in the garden. And that's what causes the deformity in the new flowers. What I want you to do, Val, is to prune back... the those lavender plants, spray them with a pyrethrum which will protect them, the new flowers that are coming through. That's your best okay. bet.
1: Yep. The other thing I uh, found on the internet that, uh, that to feed them, they like uh, food similar to the azalea, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But um, so I, did, I did give them that but now I don't know whether it's because of the extra hot weather, that some of the leaves... In in a, probably the, um, is Val.
2: Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you, Michael in Daglish. You've got slaters in your lawn. Ah uh, yes. Uh,
1: are
3: those a problem? Do they eat the lawn? Damage the lawn? No, no, yeah, no, no Michael. You leave those because what'll happen is the magpies and the um, magpie wally, larks wally, and they'll just they'll just know? chew them up and love every bit of it. But they won't cause your lawn any problem. Thanks so much indeed. Appreciate okay. that. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Now, Bye. Hey, Michael.
2: Let's go to some pictures yes, over here Yes, pictures,
3: now pictures. On the texting pictures. machine. So um, this is from Julie in Bunbury, and she said that Hi, her Jules. mum is 94, (gasps) and she has devotedly listened to the gardening program. What's your mum's name? Hi, Jules's mum. She has a beautiful flower garden. Hello, Jules' mum. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. Um, Okay, so so Julie struggles with veggies. Um, She gets plenty of flowers. She gets pollination, but... um, not much joy. Uh, your scarlet runner beans have a virus, Julie. You can't do much about that. But also, they've been hammered by thrips this year. Um, oh, and her mum loved my flower duet. duet yeah, the it's opera. A mm. Yeah, and she said she would forgive you for all that rub- modern rubbish just for the fact that I played that song. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Uh, okay, oh. so veggies. Tricky in summer. There's every pest out and about going hard. There's viruses. Beans have had a really bad year this year for for virus, also for thrips. Um, It's part of nature, unfortunately. So... You have to go out and look at your veggies every single morning or afternoon and see what's out and about. Overhead watering for some of the veggies is a really good trick. Um, but honestly, December, November, December, January, it's very tricky for veggies. They just don't like the heat. Fair enough. Uh,
2: we have a dragon tree. situation from joe in australia and she Mm -hmm. says is it okay to shift my dragon tree now thank you for the laughter and fun that's what we're here for no no we are um no free
3: it's not okay to move it now so don't do it joe wait until i know they're a hot climate tree but you have to wait until march before you move it because unless you have the exact orientation right you get enough of the root system um, it'll get sunburned, and it's not going to be a happy chappy. So wait until March.
2: A couple of trifle recipes we might go to in a sec. Just oh, bel- go through these texts. Yes. we're under ant invasion in the garden oh. and the house. Appreciate. Willoughy is just sand soil, which is great for ant homes, but <laughs> any way to effectively move them on. Have tried sand around door jams
3: makes no difference. From our beloved Lucy Oh, Lucy. Lucy she got the house in the Lucy G. Lucy she's in the G. Lucy, can you please text through? We won't make it public. Can you text me through your address, please? Oh, hello. Because um, I've got the stuff for you, baby.
2: Yeah, uh, we have had ants at our house yep. on and off and Andrew Cox, my beloved husband yes, yes. his degree was in microbiology, very very small degree. He very <laughs> sticky taped the ant. Yep. And sent, sent it, it off to the yep. ag department. department. Of small yep. ants. Yes. They diagnosed the species of ants yes. and said to us what we needed to use.
3: Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, I can't remember. I wonder if it's the same what I use. I dare say. Anyway, so. Lucy, I'm gonna come and visit Look Out.
2: Okay. Oh, how exciting. Can I come? Yeah, absolutely. Party time. Tea. Hello to baby Isabella too. Hi, Sabrina and Amber. We have our banks here in a raised garden bed with other natives. It has developed brown tips on new leaves. Is it a nutrient issue or something more? No, sinister.
3: Nothing sinister, Annie. Sinister. It's because... Uh, it's probably getting too much water. So if it's in a raised garden bed, oh, but it's with other natives. It's either that or I don't know which banksia it is, um, or it needs trace elements. Get a foliar-based trace element spray and spray the leaves. Uh,
2: now, someone's just asked you to clarify if pyrethrum is toxic to bees.
3: Uh, It is if you spray it on the bee, most definitely. So you usually only ever use any spray at night time or very early in the morning when there are no bees around. If Even if you spray soapy water on a bee, you will kill it. So... Mm. I've just got to get some uh, fire information through. As we've
2: been reminding you throughout the morning, there are two bushfire watch and acts in place. The first is at Keysbrook, south of Perth, the other at Calcup, south of Pemberton. The emergency broadcast team will provide you updates here on ABC local radio throughout the day on any changes to the warnings and you can stay across the latest information on the Emergency WA website. That's at emergency.wa.gov.au. Your local ABC Facebook page and the ABC emergency website. Uh, we've got a sick grapevine here. Oh, Very god, sick. that
3: looks terrible. Yeah, it's dead. So Gordon in Port Denison, It's not
2: dead, Gordon. That's
3: that. well, I don't know. It may as well be. Uh, mm. It's got powder, powdery mildew. It's got uh, it's got bud mite. It's got nutrient deficiencies. It's got. It's just. Pfft, it's not happy, it's giving Gordon. giving up the ghost. I just—that's so bad. I would just not look at it. It won't. You'll be sad.
2: <laughs> go and look at something else. Look Is at something else. Like, okay,
3: you, it's too hot to spray now. Oh I think it looks dear! I don't know if it's in a pot, but well, do you think it'll be fully deceased? I'd just can... go and buy another grape. Oh, there you go. Okay, mm. buy another. Truly, one. it's that bad looking. I'd just ditch that one oh. get yourself another Ooh, one
2: harsh mm. uh, we have one minute and 10 seconds remaining Ooh. on roots and shoots on abc radio perth and wa sabrina what would you like to address
3: um, Speed. speed uh, speed speed mancancer tomato plant can you do it yes do it now uh raspberry has no flowers or fruit yet Emma in Bunbury, too warm. You only get two or three raspberries. Not worth the effort. Rip it out and put something else in. That will give you more joy and food. We have, How's that? Oh, we a bit more time. More. You got more. Uh, trifle from – oh, that's a trifle. We'll get to those. Uh, um, I made this for my pe- partner's birthday really nice. Oh, that's we're back on that. A um, Can you strike traditional English holly from a cutting? Yes, you can. And now it's the best time of the year to do it. Just take a tip, cutting.
2: Merry Christmas, everyone. Whatever you're doing on Christmas Day, I hope it's something that fills your cup. Uh, be that listening to music or a podcast about two old broads, <laughs> one of them who pretends to know things about gardening. <laughs> Goodbye from us. Merry Christmas.
4: You've been listening to an ABC podcast.
1: Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.